name's Sergio from the Dodgeball Podcast, and in season seven, here we have Mark Hopkins, also known as the Dodgeball Dad. Uh, Charlie Hopkins, I play for Spartans, and I'm also in the England Development Squad. Uh, Sam Hopkins, and I play for Spartans. Okay. Um, so I've recently come across this TikTok channel um, called the Dodgeball Dad, and obviously we've introduced him and the sons, and I wanted to talk to them about not just their dodgeball story, but more so how it's integrated in their family life and sort of the response that, you know, it, get, it, it garnered from there on. So let's start from, let's get some preliminaries out of the way. So starting with, uh, I'm sorry, your name is... Okay, so Charlie, uh, what's your jersey number and what's the story behind it? Uh, so I'm number 23. There isn't an in particular story behind my this number, but I had an older number before, which um, was 206. And that was because of, that was like my birth year, so 2006. But I realized that was a bit long. Uh, so this time I was like, you know what, I'm going to go for the smallest number I can possibly get. And that was a 23. So, uh, short story, but trying to get higher up the yeah. list. Huh? Yeah, 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 practically, yeah. Just trying to get higher up the list, be more recognizable. <laughs> I, I just want to point out for the people at home I graduated high school in 2005. <laughs> he was born. So, that kind of shows you how, how young he is in playing dodgeball. All right. What about you, Sam? Uh, my number is 43, and I don't really have a story behind it. I just picked a random number uh, that was actually open. But you have stuck with it over... Yeah, 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 yeah. Every, every so you've been number 43 throughout the whole thing so far. <laughs> so you just picked a random number. Yeah. And just 43 was it. And you just decided to go from 206 yeah. to number 23 for no... Per- no reason. No... Is that a party? There's something making a nice noise. <laughs> it's, a, it, it's the Hollywood Drive. I mean, it is what it is. I'm sorry. You get to hear that in the audiences at home, too. I live on Hollywood Boulevard. Um, but, but, yeah, sometimes you get exotic cars just for the just for the hell of it. But, um, nope, you're not a fan of Michael Jordan or nothing. LeBron James, you just said 23. That was just the number you went with. Yep, yep. Just It was just like that was the lowest number. Perfect. I'm going to take it. All right. Fair enough. Lowest number available, we should say. Yeah, yeah, lowest number available. Like all, those, all the other ones were taken by all the more senior players. And it's just like, I, I was quite surprised. I was expecting it to be like 40s, to be fair. Yeah. But no, I got, I got 23. I was quite happy with that, to be fair. Yeah, that's that's cool. I already interviewed a few of them. Hopefully, going to interview a few more. Um, so who, between the, the two of you, or I guess three of you, who was the one who discovered dodgeball and, I guess, brought it home, so to speak? I would say you. Well, you used to yeah. Play at school. So I originally played in my middle school, um, and it was just like an after-school thing, and I just played with friends. Uh, and then once I left uh, school, I left the middle school. I was like, I want to carry on playing this. So we found a place with uh, with Brandon, a guy we know called Brandon, uh, who. It's like a little thing. It's like a local yeah. uh, community centre, and they they ran like a dodgeball session. And uh, it's not dodgeball in the proper sense of the word. Yeah, it's just just a lot of balls. Literally, balls in the middle, yeah. run, get and throw balls at each other. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that was dodgeball for us as a as a, as a, 
That's what dodgeball, and that's what school is, isn't it? As well. Yeah, that's what it is. They're also rubber balls, so they really <laughs> hurt when you. It wasn't. <laughs> wait, wait, what was it? What kind were they? They're rubber balls. Rubber balls. Oh, those are the fun types, man. What are you yeah, talking that's, about? That's, 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 that's how it is. That's true. Over here, it's like you're throwing a rubber ball. That's a safe and cloth. Safe. Well, yeah, you know, yeah. You know, I got a chip tooth from the British Open in tw- in 2020 that's still there. <laughs> Ain't nothing safe about cloth. Oh, better. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like it is. Ain't nothing safe about that. You get one of those guys, especially some of these senior players that they play against, they're going to chip a tooth as if it's rubber anyway. So, true, <laughs> so I got I got a nice little present from uh, some someone to MK. It chipped my it was MK. Oh, wow. It was MK. I, I took it on the chin, as you could tell. Um, <laughs> not not bitter about it whatsoever. <laughs> What's up? Not bitter about it whatsoever. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> so you you um, I'm sorry, <laughs> Sam. Sorry. You, you played you played first and brought it home. How was that like when you when you were talking about bringing it home? Like. Did you get a weird look from your dad? Did your brother look at you odd? Like, what's dodgeball? What's this? So I feel like at that time I was playing, I was playing cricket, weren't I? So it wasn't, oh, it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't anything that was like, oh yeah, we can, we can do this seriously. It was just kind of like, oh okay, I can get you like out the house and do something else. Sure, go do that. Um, I didn't so, think yeah. it was. I didn't know it was a game. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was a real, a real. I mean, I've got a, now. I know it's a real sport now, but you know, at the time I thought it was just something they made up at school kind of thing, and then. Mm. Obviously, yeah. I'd seen the film and <laughs> that side of it, but there's from a kind of UK perspective, I didn't have any idea it really existed here. Um, so yeah, even that at Brandon's session, that was that was just a fun session. That was just like getting kids a kids' youth club type yeah. thing, and he used to do various sports, and the dodgeball thing stuck, so he did a dedicated dodgeball one. Mm. And um, yeah, he's, I think it was his energy that really kind of got them into it. Yeah, to be fair, mm. to, fair to him, he's really good. Um, and then that closed. So they, 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 we had a new sports or sort of sports facility in the, in the town and they didn't rebuild the hall. So we had, they, there was some, there was supposed to be a school, local school giving, giving their hall up for us to use. That didn't happen. And the result was we had no hall. So there was no, no longer that, that facility. And then we had to go and look for somewhere else. And that's when we found dodgeball, the proper sport. Um, we found a community club and the boys went there to try that out. And yeah, the rest is history, I think. What was the community club that you guys uh, tried out? Uh, so Worcestershire Dodgeball, um, or Virtue, as it's, as it's known. Virtual. Or Beaudley. Or Beaudley. Yeah, it's got more, more widely known, if you ask anybody, it's Beaudley. But, yeah. Beaudley? It can, yeah. take, it can take any kind of name. Beaudley, so Beaudley is a town near here. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> up now, where it started there. So it's known mostly by Beaudley Dodgeball, but it's, it's, it's known now as Virtue or Worcestershire Dodgeball. And they and they went to that. Wait, played it. Oh wow! I didn't, I didn't know Worcestershire and Virtue Empire are the same. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah. So because they, they've got clubs around the whole area, so okay. in the Worcestershire area, so okay. they kind of grew and it's become what it is now. Okay, I had no idea they were okay. That, that's news for me. That's something I didn't know because um, I actually met a couple of the Virtue people, a uh, Virtue squad in uh, in Canic. Oh, did uh, 20, In twenty twenty, a really class bunch. You know, everyone was class punching and the visitor. But <laughs> so let's talk about. So it started with you. You fell in love with the game. You brought your family into it. Your dad seemingly enjoys it almost right off the bat. Your brother follows along. Uh, at what point would you say, other than that, 
Was there another point in the beginning when you started playing that you fell in love with the game? Was there a certain mentor early on that you have that may still be playing or retired that you may want to shout out? I guess I think the moment where I kind of like started really liking it a bit more was when it was it was it was when I went into Virtue. I think before it was just it was just kind of fun to play with because I, I did it with mates and you just kind of throw a ball at each other. But once I got into Virtue and I saw a guy named uh or two two people in particular, uh, there was a guy named Tom Bell and Josh Hughes, and they were just really good. And uh, both me and Sam were playing in the team with them when we went into juniors. Uh, and yeah, they just were ripping through everybody. And it kind of made me want to become like that, even though they were just so, so much further ahead, just due to the fact they'd had more time uh, in the sport than we had. Um, so yeah, and I, I think that's kind of where it kind of came from, Yeah. Uh, to be fair. It just, just kind of like the drive to be better than people. Like, I want, like if it's somebody who's better than me, I want to get better than them. <laughs> uh so like i guess that's kind of where it came from yeah i'd say that, that, that they are probably they were probably two leading lights in, in that in that yeah. age group yeah definitely both of you like if you saw yeah. if you were at a training session and you saw them two it was kind of a bit scary just because of how much better they were yeah i mean tom at that age so you were playing Charles sam was so this is they they changed so junior dodgeball british dodgeball's junior leagues at that time 2019 there was an under 13s league and under 15s league and no sorry an under 14s league and under 16s league yeah at that point. Yeah. and they were playing in both so sam being two years younger than charlie sam was playing under 16s and sam was playing under 14s and tom was tom is charlie's age so that's all right that's tom, tom is my age yeah, yeah so, I, above. so sorry i got it wrong tom was playing so that you were playing under 14s as well then yeah i was i was always playing with tom. yeah so tom charlie and sam were playing in the under 14s and another and another friend of his called eds Play, well, Ed was playing in that in that in that age group, and Tom at that age group was just an absolute weapon. Mm. I mean, he could fire that ball across the court and hit anything point blank at full speed. Oh god, yeah. it just yeah, he was. <laughs> it, I mean, whenever the other team ever got him out, there was a cheer because that was how that's that was. He was like, we've got a chance now because we've got Tom out. And then under sixteen, you had Josh. We had yeah, Josh. Well, he, Josh he was too he was too old for under fourteens when we were there. And once he came into mix, you'd have. Tom on one side, Josh on the other side, and they would just, it was basically just, you have a ball, give it to Josh, give it to Tom, and they'll just pelt it at the enemy team. And it's like, eh. yeah, it was quite, it was quite, at that point in time, even though I like, I really like dodgeball, it was also very, very easy just having them too. So it was a fair bit of carrying going on that suit. A, lo- a lot of carrying, a lot of carrying. <laughs> they, they carried you guys like it was carry on luggage at that point, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was the rugby season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that was like the first season. And... and this was 2019? Yeah, that was yeah, 2019. Yeah. So 2019, and I've got to get the which one won, I think it's from the 14s, won it? Under 14s won British Championship? Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. sure about under 16s. Can't remember what happened to the 16s that year, but certainly under 14s, they took they took that, they won the regional, and then they went through to British Champs and they won that with Tom. Yeah. So that as an opening season, that was a hell of a, a ride, really. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, it was, it was, it was really debut good. season. You guys go for the national title. Yeah, 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 exactly. So I kind of I think that probably was a factor in the hooking in part. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure. Well. I'm sure it hooked you in your first year. You're playing with two solid vets, and you get get to the national title. So how, how does it feel being essentially a national champion before legal drinking age? <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it. I said it. 
<laughs> how does it feel? How, all right, let me let me rephrase it this way. How, how does it feel to be a national champion before you can legally drive? Oh, God, let's not go there. Right? <laughs> Just a small subject. Okay, <laughs> okay we can skip that. We, we can skip that. It's- we can skip that. It's fine. <laughs> just... you, you could come back in five years and ask the same question, I reckon. <laughs> Fair enough. We'll come back in five years. Hopefully, you learn how to drive a stick. Got it. Um, <laughs> so let, let's talk a little bit more about the father in the case. So Ooh. you see, <laughs> I just love the dynamic right away. This is like reality TV chemistry right here. <laughs> um, sorry, my TV roll fell down. So. At what point, I can see you're very involved in your kids' lives, and that's very commendable. What was it about dodgeball that won you over, other than the fact that it treated your sons well? Like, what was it about the sport that, yeah. that made you, um, won you over? To be fair, it's a gradual process, if I'm honest. It wasn't an instant thing. The, the, the first thing that really stuck out was that all, the, both the lads had tried every sport going at school and, and sort of tried things, and it was always felt like you're pushing slightly to get them to do stuff. Um, I think most parents kind of can empathize with that kind of trying to get them into something. Uh, and Sam probably a little bit was more into football, soccer um, side of things. Um, Charlie had done the same thing, but never, it, it was always a matter of, if, he, if it wasn't, if it wasn't the need to go, Charlie wouldn't go. You know, he, he was like, yeah, yeah, he'll go. And mostly, and I remember there's one time soccer, so we love to tell this story. So there was this one time playing soccer, and this is the point where I realised this isn't for you, mate. And I'm stood there on the sideline, and he's in defence. So he's at the back of the pitch, and because there's two of them, there's a goalie. And uh, he stood there, and he's facing the other way, talking to the goalie, right? <laughs> and the other side comes down the pitch, and the ball comes down, and the ball basically rolls up to him, and he turns around, <clears> looks <throat> at the ball, jumps in fear. Like, there's a ball kind of thing. And I'm just like... All these real hardcore sort of dads who are all into football, they probably played it as kids as well. And I'm just like, hands in my face, like, oh, God. <laughs> I can't believe this. So that was kind of largely my experience with sport as a dad, as a sporting dad. Other than probably Sam was quite into football at that point. He did like playing it. Um, but when it got to dodgeball with Charlie and Sam, they both just wanted to go. So it would be a desire from them to do it rather than me feel like I'm pushing to do it. Um, and that was probably the first part of it. It was that first, that's the first significant piece. It was clearly they're enjoying it. Clearly they wanted, there was a, there was a drive for it. Um, and, and even a disappointment if for some reason it wasn't happening on the day it was supposed to happen. So yeah, that was probably the first signal. Um, I think as well, it's probably fair to say as well, it's gone, and this is kind of, has continued through the whole thing. It's brought them both out themselves. And I think, you know, we probably, probably touching it later a bit, but the whole community side of dodgeball, the way it's inclusive, um, the way it's not like soccer and football, which is actually a little bit exclusive, if I'm honest. You know, if, if you're really into it, great. And even then you're fighting hard to get anywhere in it. Dodgeball's just not like that. It's just really friendly, really accepting. Anyone can do it. Anyone can jump on it. Hell, I've done it. Um, and, you know, on that basis, it, it's that phrase. That's all of that's the really the bit I really love about it. It's just it's the friendliness of the whole thing. So, I think answering your question, it was gradual. It kind of came along as time went on, as they got more into it. I mean, I'll be honest. There was times I'm thinking, "Oh no, I've got to go where today?" But you know, <laughs> slowly that's that's gone away, and now you know we do what we do. So uh, yeah, it, it's um, 
it wasn't a sudden thing. It was something that just sort of, you, you suddenly realise, you know what, the lads love it. It's bringing them out themselves. It's becoming part of their identity. Um, and that's kind of what sucked me into it, really. Okay. I mean, whether it was gradual or whether it was sudden, I mean, it, it, it happened. That's the point of oh, 100%. To the answer, for sure. I got to pick a bone um, with someone on defense over here. Um, <laughs> jumped out of the way of a ball that you could have cleared. Vertically. You could have cleared it. You jumped like the Michael Jordan logo <laughs> over a football. Is this why football hasn't come home in England yet? Is this the, the natural? <laughs> why did you do that, bro? If I, I was I there, even, I'd be laughing. I don't even know. I, 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 you I just was, jumped up. It wasn't even a rat. You didn't know it was there. That's why. Yeah, yeah. I can, I, it's the fact that I, remember, I can remember, like, I, I, I would always talk to people. Yeah. I played I play defense because I didn't want to do anything. And I saw it as like, I can just sit here and do nothing. And then later on, I realized if I'm the goalie, I can do even less. But I would like, I would just talk to people and distract them. And I think I, I wasn't yeah. embarrassed at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what football was for me, just talk, talking to yeah. friends <clears throat> and hoping that the ball wouldn't come near me. Yeah, uh, it did that though. And, it, and, it, and, it, and yeah, it, it didn't. <laughs> yeah, it, it scared me. I, I did not know what to do. I remember there was one time and uh, I just kind of picked up the ball. It was it was just at school, and the ball came to me. I just picked it up, and I started getting shouted at because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I couldn't play football. I was I was young. I, I have to say, I was I was younger. I was younger, so I was I have that excuse. But God, obviously, that's I was fair. That's fair. No, was that, that, that's fair. You do have that excuse of being younger. But I had to come back to this part of the story that he mentioned because it was hilarious. I've seen. <laughs> embarrassing things especially with some of my nieces and nephews but i've never seen a defender jump up vertically <laughs> at the side of a ball they should be clearing right off the bat so right away you just went against all defensive protocols at that point but oh, safe to say, ways of starting it yeah, yeah 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 looking at the goalie talking to the goalie while they're facing the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> for the for... <laughs> For the uh, defenders at home, do the opposite of whatever you just yeah, heard yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So if, if the opposite of stare at the goalie, not at the field, and jump and not kick, just do just do the yeah. opposite of what I just said, and we'll go yeah. into it. Yeah, but I also want to tackle team. another part of your answer. You said you actually played uh, before, so you took up after your sons at the, at this point. Yeah. So. Uh, this was 2022, this is post-COVID. So they did Junior League 2019, then entered 2020, and then COVID hit, and that just shut everything down. And um, we came back in 2022 to... Oh, no, 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 it's no, 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 it's 2022, that's oh, last wow. year. So in 2022 was their first year in national, ad in adults. So they went to St. George's, um, playing in League Three. And that year, Virtue had two teams in League Three. So, um, and Sam was on the second team in, in League Two, in League Three, and Charlie was on the third team, uh, the first team in League One. And um, at that point, I got basically Charlie's team in League Three, the third team didn't have enough players. It kept having an issue. It, it, it would have people saying they're going to come, then they wouldn't show up, et cetera, et cetera. So, and it was a little bit of a, a thing that because of COVID, we weren't, there weren't, you weren't allowed to go and spectate. There was no spectators. But you could go if you were a player and register with British Dodgeball. 
So the trick was, and me and another parent did it, we registered with British Dodgeball's players, and therefore we were enabled to come with the team and help with the team. So we came and we were able to be there and be helpers and registered players. Because we were registered players, the first thing that happened was we got became ball retrievers. So I asked the guy if I'm going to be a ball retriever, and if anyone out there who's a ball retriever knows this, is that ball retrieving is hard to be playing. Um, I've never ran so much in my life, and I thought I was going to die in about the first five minutes of being on court because I was running around constantly just trying to get the balls. I probably just also fit. Um, so then the next on the next game, I was asked if I would if I could step on and play because there was there were short players. So I went, so oh, right, I'll do that. And I went on and played. And I'd done a bit of, I'd had a go here and there in sort of training sessions. And I knew the basics, but certainly not St. George's League Three level of play. So I went on and basically just tried to stay alive as long as I could. And that wasn't very long. Typically, I'd normally be hit. Um, <laughs> and that was my kind of debut in, in, the, in playing. But the, the embarrassing part about that was that then, um, Sam got a promotion from the second team to the first team, and Charlie got a promotion from the second from the third team to the second team, leaving the third team really short of players. So I now had to keep playing because I was going every week or to every meet. And of course, I'm a player and I'm sat there, and it's like they're short of players, and it's like, hey, Mark, would you mind? It's like, well, I can't really say no, can I? So I ended up doing the whole season in league. And, and the worst part was it got to the point where 13 really, really short players. And one of the other guys, he also plays for Sheffield Hallam uh, unit. And he borrowed some of it. He got his mates to come down from Sheffield Hallam to come down and play and backfill the team. So there's me, this other lad, and then a bunch of university lads. I'm 47 years old at this point. And I'm still on court with a bunch of really quite relatively fit teenage lads who know how to play the game and me. And it's Oh, just dreadful. But anyway, yeah, that, that was my, my opening and final season of National Breakfast. And that was in 2022. Okay, so in 2022, um, did you get promoted at all? or like Oh, God, was- no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fortunately for Virtue at that point, and that team, that, the third team, there wasn't a League Four because that got introduced yeah. in 2023. So we couldn't get relegated. And I think there was us and there was another team that was a brand new team called Burnt Panthers. Yeah. yeah. Burnt Panthers was a, uh, so Gareth at British Dodgeball is his team, or he'd helped set it up. And it, I know it's just some of his mates who play football or something, but they're all kind of, actually fair, they're kind of a bit, probably a little bit younger than me, but in the, clearly in the 30s and 40s. And they came on and amazingly, they were worse than we were. So they came last, and we I think we came what I mean came. Yeah, you would you would have you would have had two wins, and they would both be against them. And then the rest would just be losses, like heavy, heavy losses. Yeah. So score difference was. I mean, it got so bad on one game. We even at the end of the season, we borrowed two of the first team players because there was too many. Um, and we yeah. borrowed two of the lads and they came down to have thought, yeah, we got this. No, we got smashed. Got absolutely smashed. All <laughs> it was dreadful. I remember, I remember <laughs> that. I remember that. I remember thinking that you were, you were like, oh, this is overkill. Like, you can't you can't bring these type of players down to this, to League 3. Like, that's it, it wasn't going to make oh. a difference to the points. We couldn't win anything now. We were yeah. a bomb. And then so BD said, yeah, it's fine. We could borrow these two players from the first team. And they came down. Just, they just got wiped off the floor straight away. And oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, we just got hammered. Absolutely hammered. So yeah, yeah, yeah great season. Loved it. <laughs> when you said you got hammered, it was uh, on the court or off the court? Oh no, on the court. <laughs> on the court. <laughs> I'm just saying, 
I don't know if you guys say the same phrase over there, but when you say we get hammered over here, it means grabbing a couple pints right there in your hand that you can see in the camera that the people at home can't <laughs> see. That's what it means at home, people. I just want to know if we're speaking. Yeah, yeah, no, no, this is purely an encore. I mean, I might have well have gone home and then when that happened. <laughs> but uh, no, we're referring to the game. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I just wanted to poke fun. I, I figured that's what you meant, but I wanted to poke fun just at the little differences here and there in the language. That's all. No, no, getting hammered is the same thing. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so um, you guys mentioned it briefly. You guys had sports backgrounds growing up. So let's start with uh, let's start with the father. What was your sporting background growing up? Literally nothing. I mean, I'm the least sporting person on the face of the planet. Um, <laughs> as all my fr- all my friends will tell you immediately. Um, I think the first time I even got into anything remotely sporting, I was probably about 18, I started running. Um, and that was a long process. Uh, and that's purely for fitness. Um, and then from a kind of sport point of view, cycling, again, uh, 2011, I, for a charity, I did, uh, well, yeah, so talking about getting hammered, I went to a party, uh, a 40th birthday party of a good friend of ours, and his daughter's got Down syndrome. And he decided he's going to do a fundraiser for his daughter. He's super fit, by the way. I mean, he's, he's a proper, like, athlete-level fitness thing. So he's going to do a cycle ride, London to Paris. And we're there, and he's doing this. He's basically trying to get funds raised for it, pledging towards it. And I go there, and I've got a couple of pints in, and I've, I've got a little bit merry and a little bit overconfident. And I decide, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I'll pledge it. I'll do it with you. And I haven't ridden a bike since I was a teenager. So, um, yeah, I hadn't got a bike either at that point. So this is about November, and we're going in May. <laughs> and I had, to learn to, I had to get back on a bike, I had to get a bike, and I had to learn to ride. We had the, the worst winter in history for ages called the Beast from the East came over from Russia. We had, like, minus sort of 15 degrees for about a month, which is really low for UK. Uh, so I couldn't ride, couldn't, just could not get out. Um, I think the first time I got on my bike was January, and it was positively warm at about three degrees, four degrees. It was now at least melting the ice. Um, and, yeah, we went and did that in, in the May. So my sporting background started, that would be the most sporty thing I've done at that point in my entire life. And then dodgeball will be the next thing I've done. <laughs> what about you, Charlie? Um, I think you mentioned uh, cricket earlier. Was there any other sport you played uh, so, um, besides obviously def- uh, my excellent defending in football, oh, um, absolutely, absolutely like world class, nine overall, exactly like England, hi mate. Um, but we, uh, I'd say, yeah, cricket. I played uh, for a local team. Uh, I think, I think it was just because my mate did it. I think was it, it was, it was, it was just most because, things were because your mates. Li- yeah, my mate, my mates were doing it. I was just like, you know what, <laughs> I'll give it a go. Um, and yeah, he he was he was really big on cricket, and I was like, you know, I'll, I'll play a bit of cricket. Um, and I, I don't think I'd say I no, I don't, think, I don't think you're bad at cricket. I don't think I was too bad. I was quite good. It was I was good at hitting the ball. I wasn't too bad at throwing the ball, but it came to actually catching the ball, where the same problem would happen with defending in football, <laughs> where I would just talk, <laughs> I get distracted. Um, I can I can remember several cases where like a ball would land next to me and I would just get shouted at by the umpire, uh, or yeah, or, or the coach going get the ball and I was just like oh oh and then after you don't need much distraction but yeah yeah like I'd I'd see like a little like a butterfly and I'd be like oh 
<laughs> yeah, cricket yeah, wasn't really for me to be fair, but I wasn't too, I wasn't too bad at it. It was it was it was definitely when it got to like there was like when you were younger you had softball cricket, uh, like just it was like a rubber ball, and then when you got a bit older, and this is where I really didn't want to play anymore, is when I went to hardball cricket, and I was truly terrified of the ball because some people could hit it so hard, and I just. No, no, I was. Yeah, I, I remember. I had the same thing. I was absolutely, absolutely terrified. It was because everyone was wearing helmets, and I was like, "If you're wearing helmets and you're there, why am I not wearing a helmet? Why am I in the field about to get hit in the head without a helmet? This is insane." So I just, I just didn't want to play anymore. And yeah, that was the end of my cricket career. And then dodgeball. So defending football. Yep. Outfield cricket. Yep. Yep. Same problems. Yeah. Same problems. Distraction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I decided that dodgeball, where I have to dodge balls, would be the sport for me. So, uh, I mean, yeah. you've also yeah. done athletics. True. Did athletics. So you did athletics. I did do athletics. I was not very good at athletics. I would yeah. say. <laughs> didn't Dodgeball's know. largely their primary sport. <laughs> not like primary, yeah. yes, but we all had a beginning in this case. And yeah. I, I just want to point out something. Um, while you guys were talking about cricket, and you, you know, you did mention the helmet, and I was like, I do notice that, but I've never actually seen a cricket ball. So I googled it. Oh yeah, that hurts. Yeah, um, that looks like it would hurt more than a rubber ball. Yeah. I'm just gonna say yeah. that right now. And you guys are afraid of rubber, and you guys have been playing it since you were kids. We need to bring some over and help you understand how we see things in dodgeball sense. Uh, what about you? What about you, Sam? Uh, what's your I mean, sports background growing up? I I tend to just follow my brother's footsteps. Yeah. So whatever sports he's doing, I tend to do the same thing. Um, <laughs> which in that instance, I did slightly better on it. Yeah, you you'd always be a, a lot better at football. No, no. So he, 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 he <laughs> So the question is, does Sam have better attention span than Charlie? A lot better. A lot better. <laughs> I just want to point this out to the people at home. When I asked that question, the answer was already on all their faces. Including <laughs> <laughs> Charlie's. <laughs> Even Charlie. Charlie's just like, I can't take a win. <laughs> I'm sorry if we're piecing you up, man. We'll, we'll get back to the other two. <laughs> so he follows you around. You're the example of what not to be, and that's what he's yeah. learning. So, in essence, you're a good big brother. You're teaching. I'm, yeah, I'm. I'm just looking after my younger brother. That's that's what we'll go. Yeah, with. Oh, maybe you just bad at the sport. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was, I was. It was trial and error at its finest. <laughs> at its finest. That that's exactly. what we're gonna call it. At its finest. Yes. Yeah. Yes. An example of trial and error. Yes. Oh, welcome. Well I would like to see some of these TikTok bloopers. <laughs> but speaking of which, let's talk about the formation of your TikTok channel. Um, obviously, you want to showcase your sons. That's admirable. What inspired you to go that route when, I don't know, maybe other people would be afraid to hop on social media, whether they're slightly younger, slightly older? Like, what was it about? Was it just TikTok that these people or these kids are familiar with they just figured why not just showcase our highlights or yeah it's a bit of a i think I, 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 as most parents do i started filming them doing stuff so when they were younger um i'm a relatively technical person so i work in it and that kind of stuff so oh. i like gadgets and that kind of thing so yeah i've always been like i mean i remember they're like a they're like a they're like a joint kids party and they were playing with 
slot cars. It was a slot car party. Uh, this place you could hire. And I did like a video of that, if you remember that. And there was a laser tag party. And I did a oh, yes. I was using a movie on the Mac and you yeah, could do yeah, like yeah. theatre things and make like a movie intro. And I was doing that kind of Stuff. You did the same for my my acting shows. Yeah, whenever I do like, I always love them. I do like a, I do a little production, and then the the highlight of it would be whatever my dad would create. So I'd sit there secretly filming it in the theatre, so it's supposed to be filming. But yeah, uh, so yeah, I've always done that kind of thing. So I think it started with Dodgeball. Where I'd, I remember with Virtue actually, they got me to do some of the photos. So it was just they needed that someone wasn't was like, could take a team photo. I'd do that, and then I'd do the odd like sort of action shot of them doing bits and pieces and. It kind of grew from there. And then when they went to Spartans, I think it really sort of took, because I wanted to film it, show like back at home what was happening. And it became, I think I fell into the trap, which was the occasions I didn't film it, I'd then miss something. And it'd be like, oh, no, no, I need to film it then. So it became this kind of standard that if I don't film the game, then I'll, yeah, it's gonna something's gonna happen and I'm gonna regret it. So I started filming, just filming them. I just sit there and just film the whole thing. Uh, and then he's like, well, I've got this footage and what I'm going to do with that. And I came, I started doing like little, was, I'd find little clips that were interesting. I'd just sort of, I was sticking them on Facebook. So more of a Facebook, he's been old, I would use that. And um, kind of thing, and it kind of grew from there. And so I then decided that I think my mates on Facebook were getting a bit fed up with dodgeball posts because they're not really into dodgeball. So I thought I'll use Instagram because a lot of the players in Spartans used Instagram. So I'll put it on there. So that would be more interesting. And put it on there and then, I thought, well, if I'm going to stick it on one platform, I probably should stick it on yeah. the things that kids like, which is TikTok. And that became that. And it, it was kind of just one thing led to the other. Um, um, but it was it was largely just driven out of this fear of missing something. Uh, that I, If I didn't film it, I wouldn't, I, I'd kind of, I, I just know I'd, that something would happen that I'd regret not filming it. Um, so, yeah, and I'm going to have traps in the system. I can't not film the damn games. <laughs> so otherwise, I'll, never, I'll miss something. It's like, uh, it's like doing the lottery. If you don't put it that one week, you're going to win. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so all this started other than simply as a parent filming everything i mean i have sisters who have thousands and thousands of like photos and videos of their kids and hard drives and such and it just started off of that obviously it starts from that but then the fear of missing something that's actually something really important that i kind of wanted to highlight because you did come across my radar roughly three months ago and I thought, this is interesting. I, I got to, you know, at some point learn more about this, you know, and here I have, you know, the, the fear of missing something I have captured solid chemistry, banter and overall, you know, family in, in this space. Oh. So that, that does <laughs> resonate with me. I will say the fear of missing something is also a, a motivator for me as far as like talking to certain players from this country, that country, whatever, talking about this event. You know, I mean, you could see my catalog speak for itself. Yeah. Uh, but going on to that, I kind of want you to give a little snippet for the people at home who aren't on TikTok or Instagram. What is your favorite Charlie clip that you recorded? And what's your favorite uh, Sam clip? Ooh, okay, so Charlie's clips. There's the funniest clip, which is currently one of the recent ones, which is where he's he's playing. Oh, he's playing Muslim and Mustang. <laughs> <laughs> and, he already knows it too. He already yeah, knows. I, think I know what this clip is. And he's, he, I can't remember, I can't remember the exact, exact sort of, he's in a situation, you're either on your own or there's not, or I think you. It was, it, was it like a, was it a 
I think it was like one v two or three. Yeah, not, I think you're on your own. That point, I think yeah. I was on my own. Yeah. And there's a, there's a couple of players. Anyway, he's basically he's just picking the ball, firing the ball in. It's over wall to wall in in league in league four. So the ball is coming back. He's picking or he's firing it. And it's getting to the point where you can see fatigue starting to set. So he's still starting to lose this guy. Like oh, the power's starting to go. And and he fight, he runs up to this guy, and this guy is ready. He drops, and he's ready, and he's ready for it. He's ready to catch. It's Charlie fires in, but what comes in from the side is a pretty, is another ball, I think, from a retriever. It's, yeah. bounce, it's bouncing in like this oh, yeah. slowly, yeah. and as he fires it, it just hits bang in on the ball, and ricochets. The both of them split in a Y and fire from different directions. And it's not Charlie's reaction that's funny. Charlie hasn't even noticed this has happened because he, he's now running off to go and get another ball. I thought I hit him. It's the, it's the Mustang. And the Mustang is basically sat there like this, like, where's the balls gone? And he's like looking around like that, not looking into the air because he's ready to catch. And suddenly like there's no balls and he doesn't know where they've gone at all. And that, so that was that was Charlie's probably That's one of the standout ones from Charlie. It just made me laugh. It was, it was, I mean, you can literally get <laughs> back in the video and laugh in the head. Um, it was funny. It was like, I, I just, I, I genuinely thought, I remember that moment. It was me, those two guys. I knew one of them really well. And I knew I just couldn't throw at him or else he'd solid it. So I was throwing at the other guy and I thought I hit it. But the way, the way it happened, it was on top. It was, on top. It was literally, it was gonna, it was gonna hit him. And I thought I'd hit him. So I ran off and I started pelting at the other guy, not knowing that he was still in the game. <laughs> I don't even know if I, I don't uh, think I won that set of just due to the fact that that ball it just ricocheted. Ricocheted. I thought I hit him, so I was like, oh my god, I've, I've done no, no, just no, no, no. the ball slowly bounces from nowhere, just across the court, just to land exactly as you yeah. throw it. So I remember, I remember you said you were telling me about it. I was like, no, that's not that's not how it went. And then I saw the video and I was like, oh, God's sake. <laughs> so I, I just want to ask, um, because I don't know if it was stated earlier, or I don't think I caught it earlier, was it your ball retriever? Uh, or was it the opponent, the opponent's ball retriever that bounced that ball? Oh, yeah, the opponent, yeah. So the Mustang's ball retriever must have returned the ball in to the to the player. And it, and oh, it they knew what they were doing. They yeah, what were doing. <laughs> that, that's what I said. They, they, they did. They, they knew what they were doing. You got to pay attention. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's going to be the subplot of this episode. We're going to learn. About <laughs> the Charlie, neither Charlie nor the Mustang knew what had happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, okay, so the Mustang didn't even know that he... he no, he's, no, he's literally sat there looking, where's the ball's gone? Because like, yeah. he was ready to catch. And okay, then he, he gets ball. a little... You get a little bit of a pass. You get a little bit of a pass. Thank you. For, Thank for you. this one, you get a pass. And what about um, for, for Sam? What What's your favorite clip for Sam that people can look up? It has to be that. Has to has to be that one. What raptors? It has no, no, the one where he where he, he catches. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It has to be the catch. There's two yeah. so good videos. So as a single as a single moment video, uh, it's it's the catch. So I call it his crazy catch. And the that's, one between his legs. Yes. That's yes. The one. That, that was the one. That was the one. That that was the, that was what I was thinking. Like, is he going to go that way? Is he going to go that way? Or is yeah, there another that's, clip I might have missed? Single mo as a single moment. That's yeah. In a similar way to Charlie's, it, it's a single moment of no came from nowhere. It's just like what just like yeah. <laughs> and again, you hear me laughing at it because <laughs> it's just like what just happened there. And the best bit is the guy who's just about to take a shot at Ch at Sam. He stops. It stops him in his tracks. I mean, he, yeah. he's got he's got Sam dead to rights because Sam's is is for the, for the for the people listening. He's he's now squatted down with the ball is caught behind his legs. His hands are trapped now, trying to retrieve this ball, not drop it. And this guy, there's a guy on the other side, fully poised to take a shot, and he just cracks up, starts laughing, and can't take the shot. <laughs> I think Sam was done for at this point, but he managed to survive because this guy. Wait, was but hold on. There was a guy that had him dead to rights during that yeah. sequence, and he never yeah, yeah, took yeah. the shot. 
Yeah, yeah. He just stood there right in front of him, poised, ready to fire. And then you, you see his body language change as he's laughing, and he can't take the shot. I gotta, I gotta look at that clip again. Sam, did you notice that you were pretty much a, a goner at that point, or were you just hoping on not falling out of bounds with the ball? <laughs> I, I had no clue. I was just trying to pick up the ball. I, I didn't even know it was in my legs. I was just. I mean, from, from the looks of the clip, and I'll, and I'll kind of describe it for the people at home. I didn't remember the other guy off screen kind of, but Sam is kind of hopping on his toes, trying to keep a ball clutched between his heel and his hamstrings. Uh-huh. And like, it's got, like he's using every muscle in his legs for, one, <laughs> securing the ball so he doesn't get called for a fumble or whatever, and two, staying in bounds. But the way he's such positioned, his arms are like – side to side right behind him so he was dead to rights yeah. at any given yeah. moment like yeah, yeah there's, there's probably, probably i just want to know who was the guy that laughed like that that adds more humor to the story oh, that's me <laughs> that's me laughing oh, no, no, no i know that was you i'm talking about the guy on the court who oh the cool guy yeah he's a yeah. is he the muds or it was, no that it wasn't was a, um this is mixed this is british dodgeball mixed league mixed league <laughs> one um it's one of the university teams. It's not Mud, it's not Manchester. It was the one of the other ones. Oh. I'm trying to remember what it was. I can't remember. Maybe, I'm, I'm sure we'll figure it out. I'm sure yeah. we'll figure it out. By the time, by the time this episode airs, we'll figure it out. It yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but it was one of, the, one of the uni teams. It was definitely one of the uni teams. Yeah. It might be Lincoln, but yeah, Lincoln. definitely one of the teams. It was Lincoln. I think it was Lincoln. I'll definitely have you put the links to both of those clips um, in the comment yeah. section when that comes out for people to, to view and, and get some attraction or get some traction your way. Because that that little little hop with the that that was classic. The fact that you were dead to rights just adds to the story entirely. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about role models in the game. Uh, let's start with you, Charlie. Who are your role models in or out of dodgeball? So I'd say it's, 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 a good, it's a difficult one because there's so many people who I kind of look up to, um, like so, uh, in Spartans and in England Dev. But uh, if I was to like put a pin on some, on some I'd have to say uh, Straubs um, because he's just kind of like, he's kind of like a mentor to me in a sense. He's, he's kind of always been there and been helping out. Uh, and yeah, he's 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 just he's, yeah he's just always he's just always kind of always been there, hasn't he? He's, yeah, well, he was like, he was the first person who kind of got yeah. into, into the squad. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he was he was the reason that uh, me and Sam uh, managed to get in. Um, and yeah, and, and also uh, I can kind of see myself in him uh, in the sense that we're both quite tall, so I, his play style will suit me. So I can kind of take aspects of what he's got and apply that to myself. Uh, and then an, another one would have to be uh, Ryan Neely because he's just really good. Uh, he also gives a lot of helpful tips. Uh, like one thing I really like is when I get active tips. So if I'm playing a game or like I'm like training and I do something and someone pulls me aside and goes, I saw what you did, try this. I, I really like that because I can then instantly apply it. And that's what he always does. He's really good with that. Um, and I think if for somebody who's out like outside of dodgeball, uh, I'd have to say Jim Kerry. And that's because I I uh, do acting 
uh, an actor, and I just I've always looked up to him. Uh, I've loved his music, uh, his movies, music, music. <laughs> <laughs> I love his well. He 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 sung a song once. He sung a once. But he um but I do love his movies, and uh yeah, he was yeah he's, he's just always been someone I've looked up to in acting. So I'd have to go through. Okay. Um, I will say I met Jim Carrey a few times. Oh, have wow. you? Wow. Really, really solid dude. I can say that. Really solid. Um, one of my one of my favorite celebrities to have met, and I met him a few times. So. Oh, great! Oh, wow, amazing. So I can say that he's definitely. Um, how do I say? He's one of those people that could blow you away, for reasons other than laughter. Yes. We'll just say that. Uh, what about you, Sam? Uh, for me, I don't really have uh, role models. But if I did have to pinpoint some people, it would have to be Ryan Neely, um, Alex Harrison, and David Paul for the fact that they have helped, helped improve the vital components of the dodgeball for me. Yeah, they've, been, they've done a lot of work with you, Yeah, yeah. Some solid, uh, solid tutors there for sure. Um, <clears throat> now let's ask for the let's go for the other side of the question. Who are your rivals in the game? Like, who is a team or a player that you love to play against, and what's the reason behind it? And we'll okay. go with uh, Charlie. Okay. Um. So, I for for rivals like specific players uh i'd have to say and this is ironic tom bell and josh hughes who are the two that i played with originally um but yeah just because of that like history behind it and i'd love to go against them again uh in the future like uh tom plays super league phantoms so that's like distant in the future um but then also Siri just kicked off. Uh, but uh, then also, uh, Josh, uh, he's he's in League West, they're in League Two now. Uh, yeah, that all yeah. whatever's going to League Two big. So hopefully soon I'll be able to go against him. But also he plays in England Dev, so I frequently get to go against him, and it's really fun. Just like kind of going against each other and seeing how we've came, like how we've gone. Uh, so like. Uh, how we've progressed, yeah. Progressed. Since, since we've since we like stopped uh, stopped playing in the same team, um, but then if I was to say like a team that I have a rivalry against, it'd have to be Essex Swords <laughs> because they 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 beat us twice in our league this year. Uh, both times we went against them. And it was just so so narrowly they beat us. Like we came we, second in the league, and they've always first. been neck on that. It's, it, it, it was it's like it's like last set, last set decision. They just just about get in. It's all it just it frustrated. Yeah, the last game was particularly was really highly. It was I mean it went wild. Yeah, it, it, was. Go, it was like they they were winning for like like for a period of time, and then we'd shoot back, and then they would level it out, and it would be five final set decision, and it'd be like one person, and it'd just be in the chaos. Of that, like one minute set. This so I mean, I mean, you probably know um, most of the British leagues running, or this year running, running at St George's Park, men's league. So League Three, Two, One, Super League, are running at St George's Park. But this year they introduced League Four. So when the when the boys joined Spartans, 
Spartans had decided they were going to enter a new team into the into the new league of League Four, right at the bottom. And this league does not run at St George's Park. It runs at a uh, at a place in Coventry in the middle of England, middle of the UK. Um, it's just a sports centre. Nothing particularly, nothing like St George's in terms of its <laughs> sort of. Um, so it's a regular sports hall. Nothing spectacular. It can run two courts simultaneous. That's it. Um, and we played in league. Uh, in in the league, and we had our one game against. I'm sorry, we, we were undefeated at this point in the league, and so were Essex Swords. Uh, Essex is uh, an area of the UK down the southeast of the UK. And unbeknownst to us, I learned, learned this later that a number of those guys are ex London Storm, yeah, be, which yeah. is obviously a, a high ranked team. We didn't know that, so they basically got a load of really well, really experienced players dragged yeah. into, this, into this bottom league team. And yeah, so they were undefeated. We're undefeated. We have our first game against them, and they beat us. Yeah. And we don't. And we, and we. And it's narrow. It was a narrow win. It was last. It was last. It was last. It was a last. It was a last. And they took it after um, a really after a really great catch from Phil. Yeah, yeah. One of our Phil, our, Phil, our Cody, he just died. They dive for the ball last second and, and got us to the to got the draw. Us, so we yeah. got a last minute set, and then we went oh, for a ball. Wow. And it went to chaos. That one of my videos is that is that is this. Last thirty-second chaos. It just goes to complete carnage, and we lose. Uh, so we didn't win, and we went to, and then late, and then the whole league. So the league, when you play each team twice, yeah. so we played Essex again late in the league uh, this year, and that was the grudge match. You know, at this point, we'd only lost that really that one game, yeah. and the thing, right? Okay, we've got, to, we've got. To, if we beat them, then we can we've got a chance of winning the league. We're second still, and um, yeah, so. Spartans decide to show up en masse to this game. Spartans been local to Coventry. It's not far away. So a load of the players, the first team, second team, come down and fill this hall, right? And again, on the video, on one of my videos, you can hear it. And basically every hit is just this massive roar from the Spartans, just, just literally dominating the room, this small room of players. Everyone else is showing just their team, maybe a couple of mates kind of thing. And we've got like a, like at least another team's worth of players, if not more, yes. on the sideline, just sh- screaming at them so yeah it was a proper energetic game but unfortunately they did beat us they did the exact the exact same thing last minute set it ripped <laughs> from us and it just frustrates me i'm like I'm, if i if we go against them again i'm winning i'm really winning good. it is it is determination i will eventually get that win even if even if i lo- we lose the league as long as i beat essex <laughs> it's I like that Char- charlie it's like that it's like that you want to be that bad I have to win. It has like, to happen. It has to happen. I, I can't. I can't lose to them again. Okay. Okay. I just want to state for the record: it is twelve fifty-five Los Angeles time, and Charlie has proclaimed he will beat Ex- Essex. Yes. Yes. He will beat we will Essex. Win. We will win. He will win. He will. <laughs> beat, he will win at twelve fifty-five LA time. He will win. <laughs> yep, that was. It's been sad. But I got a question, though, before I ask Sam the rival question. I got to ask, how many Spartans can you fit in that gym that you fit? <laughs> Probably not many more. Yeah, yeah. You would look either side and it'd just be, like, line. All of red. People, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Except who were the kit. I would have been better oh, than that. <laughs> oh, they didn't show up with the kit? No, well, we obviously we were, but they they they, they just had their around the day before, and they had a massive game the day before. Yeah, yeah. So half of them couldn't speak because they've been shouting that much from the day before at St George's. Like, right, I mean, Neely was Neely was nearly broken. I don't think. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The majority of them were like just dying. 
<laughs> um, but they were still trying their hardest to yeah, cheer well, us up. You can hear us, you can hear the noise. Yeah, but, Fair yeah. enough. All right. What about you, Sam? Who's your rival player or team you're looking forward to facing? Well, for me, it's exactly the same as the Swords. They, <laughs> they always win. You got to win next time. Exactly. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I want to make another record for the. <laughs> it's twelve fifty-seven p.m. in the afternoon, LA time. I have the Hopkins brothers stating they will beat Essex. They will win. <laughs> And I can never get arrested this again. Is, this is you're gonna, you're gonna have a video in the ne- next year when we go against them, and you're gonna have this clip. Yeah. And then you're just gonna have another clip where we just get absolutely battered by ethics. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is audio. So if anything, they're just gonna capture the audio clip. Oh and yeah. It's gonna be a Morgan Freeman narration, and that's not gonna <laughs> put down. <laughs> and your and your dad is an editor. He can make that happen real quick in his living room. Oh, so this oh. won't be. So I'm just letting you know now, I'm, I'm marking this. The Hopkins said they going to beat Essex. That means you guys cannot go to Essex at any given time. Hopefully you don't get banned from Essex. But you guys are going to get that dub next year against oh, yeah. the 2-0 sweep. Oh, yeah. 2-0 yeah, sweep. It, yeah, got we got we to gotta, gotta, gotta beat them. Yep. I, I, do, I do think we can. Give it, give it. We've got such a massive gap now until the season starts. If we do end up going against them, just because of how uh, uh, BD have decided to do the split uh, with the leagues, we could be going against them, I believe. Yeah, so the leagues are all changing next year in British Dodgeball. So we're the, 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 the League 4 system. It's all about to League 1, isn't it? No, so League so League 4, 3 and 2 are yeah. all getting merged together. I mean, Super League and 1. Oh, yeah, so yeah, Super League and 1 are remaining at St George's and the rest of the leagues are all being split, are being collapsed into a north-south split. Oh, okay. Uh, Leamington sits very much smack bang on the middle. So we don't know where we'll be in the country at the minute. Um, It all all depends on how many teams enter the league, the new league system as to whether we'll go south or north. So if we go south, we'll be playing this. And if we do, we will win. Because give us us that time. And to Jalice's team, we will will win. Okay, so shout out to Ben Hall of British Dodgeball. South. We south. need to go south. 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 Yeah. south. <laughs> south. Okay. All right. south. All right. I'm gonna do you guys a favor because I'm cool with some of them on on the on the thing on the panel up top. Uh, British. <laughs> I just want to say into this microphone. I know you love the content that I've been producing for the past three and a half years. If you guys can swing one favor my way, just for this to play out, just so I can come back a year later and talk about this. <laughs> and Lamington down south. Yeah, I yeah, want to yeah, see yeah. Leamington Spartans versus Essex. I want to see how this plays out. The Hopkins have already said it on record on a <laughs> fine noon day or yeah, their evening. Exactly. They're going to beat Essex. Please, exactly. please. I don't know how geographically this can work, but if they're in a position where they can go one way or the other, send them south. Give the people what they want. This will be streamed. <laughs> If I got to go over there on any of these league meets, just to just to capture it for you guys, I will do that. Just, just do me a solid. Just send them south. I'll take care of the content. I'll take care of the rest. Okay. <laughs> um, that's just my public plea from the States. <laughs> yes. So, and, trust me, <laughs> and trust me, out of 190 countries, 175 will hear it. So... It won't just go to British dodgeball; it'll go everywhere. <laughs> so, 
So let's talk about pregame rituals. Do you guys have a pregame ritual before you go to a league meet or a training session? Uh, no, I wouldn't say we have, we do, there's too much to it. Majority, it's just keeping me awake. Um, I have a tendency to sleep in the car. Uh, and that, and that will, if I, if I fall asleep in the car, I will not wake up until the second we start moving, which means that if I have a game in like 20 minutes, I am going to be completely zoned out for the start of that game and just end up getting hit. Yeah, but Alex Harrison came up with a system. He did come up with a system. After, which, after, yeah. Which is throw balls at Chelsea. It's just, it's just, <laughs> keep, keep, up. keep throwing balls at me as fast as you can until I start to wake up. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, my job is to stop you sleeping in the car, yeah, basically. Yeah. So that's the pre—that's the one pre-game ritual we've got, which is don't go to sleep. Don't, don't, if, I, if it don't looks like I'm going to So no. for Charlie, don't go to sleep, and is for Sam to keep him awake? Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty much. Him. Yeah. Like Every single time, I, I look like I'm about to go to sleep, just smash me straight in the, in the uh, shoulder, and I'll wake up. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Okay, so now we kind of we get the dynamics. So Dad is the driver. You're the consistent sleeper that they have to keep awake, and yeah. Sam has to kind of be the big brother in this sense. Yeah, yeah. keep yeah. you awake. Yeah, which is an interesting yeah. dynamic. Um, <laughs> what about any uh, music you guys like to listen to on those uh, road trips to league meets and opens? I don't think I have like anything that's like specific. Um, I sometimes have like just like a general playlist that I listen to generally. Who's in uh, that? Pardon? Who's who's in the playlist? Uh, to be fair, a, a, an array of people. Uh, you've got people like uh Trippy Red. Uh, you've got people like uh Travis Scott, Drake. Um, oh, who else? Uh, Tyler the Creator. That's what I'm. Re- I really liked in the moment. Uh, my Tyler dude, my dude. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. yes. My dude, I'm pointing that. at you with the camera. That's your point out of it. So it's the right. Yeah, I'm like right here. Like that's my t- <laughs> you got yeah, the I same playlist. Do, exactly. I look. I'm, I'll, I do. Um, I just. I'll, I'll put that on shuffle and listen to that. Uh, and yeah, usually I will be just skipping to the certain songs I like to listen to. Um, but yeah, that, that's pretty much what I listen to. To be fair. What about you, Sam? Uh, well, we usually just have like the radio. He's just my music. So, yeah. Okay, well, what, what do you like to listen to? Uh, yeah, so I'm at, at my tender age of 48. I'm quite still fond of 90s dance music and mm-hmm. that, kind of, that kind of era. Uh, also, I, I did quite like metal music as well, or rock music. Um, so there yeah, we go. Yeah. That's why I knew I liked you for a reason. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it, it, but it, it can span through the 80s and the 90s. And I'm probably... I get it thins out into the more modern stuff, if I'm honest. Um, again, but you're more, yeah, you and I are more into like the 80s and 90s. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I could talk to someone I can relate to <laughs> somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's cool. Like, yeah, for me, it could be anything from, you know, Tyler the Creator to Travis Scott to Nine Inch Nails to Metallica, uh, the Beatles. Yeah, I, my playlist is literally all over the place. Makes no sense because I don't even organize it. My sister tells me to. I'm like, no, nah, we're just gonna listen to this. That's fine. Roll with right, it. Next. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just roll with it. Like I'm not gonna organize. I barely learn how to work Spotify. I'm barely <laughs> learning TikTok. I put gaming content on my TikTok. I'm barely learning that. 
Like, I don't have time to learn how to bunch of other things. Like, just just why? Let's just be simple. Can we be simple? Like, I remember back in the day, well, not YouTube, but I remember back in the day, yeah, we had tape decks and mix CDs, yep. and yep. we were just writing them on the thing. Don't laugh at me, Charlie. I see you. Don't laugh at me. I will make this episode about how you don't pay attention personally. Don't mess with my editing skills. <laughs> But yeah, no, I still got those mixtapes at home. I know for the people at home, I lost about 40% of the audience when I said that. It's fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm about to be 36. Get over it. Um, so let's let's go into the crowdsource questions. And uh, for this one, it's actually kind of funny. So David Skull, I guess is a family friend of yours. It's great to see a dad so active in supporting his son's development, which I, re- yeah, I agree, in the sport. But does he... Does the dodgeball dad play dodgeball as well? I mean, we've established that, or any sport. And your response <laughs> was, <laughs> you're, we're going to go through the comments section with this one, because I, I forgot to tell you to answer this on the air, but you went through the comments, so we'll go through that. Yeah, no, it's funny. I thought it was not pointing him up. you <laughs> like, mean. It's not a matter of, do I play any other sport or dodgeball, but how badly do I play it? <laughs> <laughs> not intended to be mean i was honestly curious if it was your passion as well great to see okay so there there is a great to see rereading my okay so david skull came to a realization i guess in this case rereading the question i can see how it came across mean okay that's fair i mean yeah, i mean i was winding him up <laughs> anyway well, you were winding him up but you knew he didn't mean it that was messed yeah, up yeah, on yeah, your part yeah, you yeah, were yeah. trolling a friend <laughs> I mean, we, we, we've had little jabs at each other online loads of <laughs> especially since Sam's um, uh, uh, chest, chest pass on and got him out. So, yeah, he's, he's been doing that. So, so instead of going after Sam, who chest passed him, he yeah, goes after you. Yeah, absolutely. That makes <laughs> no sense. I'm a bigger target. <laughs> how about this? No, no, how about this? And I know David Skull, he's commented before. How about we, we set this up, okay? Let's get a gym out there, right? Let's get a look a little, or maybe that backyard. Get three cloth balls. We're going to have a showdown. Yo, Dad against David Skull. First one to three hits. Oh, Dad's got it. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's got that one. Give me some try. Give me some game. I mean, I've had Rod and English in the party. Who do you think is going to take it? Charlie, Sam, who do you think will take it? You, your your dad or or David? I think I think if we can if we get if we get a bit of prep time and I can wind up the the uh, the ball launcher and just keep firing them at you until you're terrified of balls, uh, no, I think I think you I think, I think you could take it. I think you could take it. Oh, you think you could take it? You think you could take it? You think you could take it? Give them yeah. two months in that ball yeah. machine training. Yeah. Maybe have them guest a few times in, in Spartans in training zone. <laughs> exactly. You'd be able to take on David Skull. I think I yes. Yeah, you yeah. can talk to Sam. You I, I did not think so. I didn't think he was going to make it. Wow. You're giving your dad, I'm giving your dad, hold on, hold on. I'm giving your dad two months of prep time. Two months is a long time. You got, you got some world class oh, yeah. training here. You got world class training and a, and a cat and a, and a, and a literal cannon. I think that's, that's, you, you, you guys train at, at, with the Spartans. He could hop in a session every now and then. For two months training to do this showdown, exactly. he's, he's only got to hit him three times. He's only got to hit him three times. He's only got to hit him three he's times. Exactly. He's been playing for a year and he's still skying it. I'm, 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 
Okay, it Fair, fair. I'm, 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 I'm trying to let me, let me break it. That's messed up. I just want the record to show the family is somewhat divided on this end. Um, first, I had the Hopkins saying we will beat Essex, and now I have the Hopkins kind of having a civil war between whether their father has a chance or not. Your father has two months of consistent top-notch training with the best cloth athletes in your neighborhood, in your squad, on the world stage. Two months of world-class training from Ryan, from Straubs, from Poole. I'm sure I'm forgetting a litany of other people. Two months of world-class training on top of a Cayman that I can see right there. In a backyard that big, back there, <laughs> you mean to tell me you're not giving your dad a chance? It's two months of worth of training? No. Damn, <laughs> I will say this. I respect you for your convictions, but it's okay, it's okay to be wrong. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> this I'll love you coming, Sergio. I'll love you coming. <laughs> But two months? Like, I get it if it was two weeks. I'm giving him two months. You take it. Mm-hmm. Tom, two Tom months. That's, that's like beginning of September. Yeah. Well, if Dave's up for it, we'll have the showdown. We'll see. I, I okay, okay. You guys going to have to show him. You're going to have to show, you're gonna have to show Sam. He's going to be. He's, exactly. We'll you, 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 just, you just got to show him at this point. Like, at this point. <laughs> you got you to prove me wrong. I'll be proving you wrong. I'll, I'll, be proving, I'll put 20 bucks on somebody's PayPal. I'll bet that. <laughs> you know, I'll bet that straight up just because of the con- I just want to see this play out personally. This is my <laughs> attempt at making more content, just trying to stir up the drama. Uh, <laughs> 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 you just love how my mind works, even organically, how it works like that. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the legacy question. Um, so obviously, you guys have a long time uh, before you can ever think about this. But unfortunately, your father will tell you all things come to an end eventually. So together, I want to ask you guys and also um, ask you, like, how would you feel? Or let me ask them first. What would you like your dodgeball? How would you feel um, stepping away from the game? What would you like your legacy to be stepping away from the game one final time when that happens? And inversely, to the father here, um, Mark, how would you feel after it's all said and done, Dunn's play on the world stage? I'm sure that that's where they're headed. Obviously, their passion is growing. Their skill is growing. His Hopefully, his attention span will grow as well. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was just humor there. Yeah, but we'll, answer, we'll answer the part two later but let's talk about you two um what would you like your legacies to be once you step off the court the final time um i think i'd say for me it would be the so i a bit like kind of so i kind of see myself as like an underdog in a sense i've always been like an underdog um i've never really been like the best at any point in time like in like a team or anything uh so for me, I feel like it would be that people could look at what I've done and be able to say that, you know what, it doesn't matter that I'm an underdog. I can still make it to a high level uh, and, you know, do well. So I feel like that, that, that would be what I'd like to do. Um, and like just to be like the message I'd like to put out by the end. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. What about you, Sam? 
Uh, I cannot lie. I haven't thought that far. <laughs> it's, not, it's obviously not intended to to think that far. Obviously, you guys are not even twenty yet, but you guys have a lot going for you. So, yeah. if, if even like a footnote, like what would you like your uh, legacy to be? How how would I? How would you want me to remember you? That I am insane at dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I will say I do respect the humor. I do respect <laughs> the sarcasm is plenty. Um, but I, I do want to say something to both of you guys. Uh, it is a hard question to answer because it is something that even I'm still trying to answer. And I know I'm much closer to the end than I am to the beginning. But what I do want to say for the both of you is you guys have a lot of support. Yeah, you guys have a top notch club world-class athletes legit world-class athletes training you on a weekly basis drilling you criticizing you but they're trying to improve you they're trying to help you they're taking their time to mold the passion that you guys have to heights even higher than they ever thought of they want to see you on the world stage they want to see you in that england kit they want to see you in that bd kit if you guys want to go that route playing foam or cloth as well and I can see that for before you. I see it through your dad's content. I see it, and and we'll go into in your in your side of the question too. Um, I see it. You guys have what it takes to be there. And I know you mentioned Straubs. I do see a lot of that in you. You know, I do see a lot of that in you, man. And you do have that potential to go far and be that Straubs for someone else in the future. You know what I mean? Right now, you guys are. You guys are in what I call the, the twilight, not the twilight, the, the golden years, your golden years, you know, you guys don't really have to worry about much. You guys are pretty much taking lessons from world class athletes that I talk to regularly. You guys have people who want to see you do well. And on top of that, you have a supportive father who's right there in the middle of it, capturing every moment. That's a beautiful position to be in. So regardless where your legacy ends, I want to say you guys have a strong foundation to rock the world when you get to that stage. I know you're part of the England development squad and I'm sure they're blessed to have you, but trust me when I say you're gonna do great things. I'm gonna put money up, I'm gonna bet it. I'm gonna bet on that for sure. Cause I believe in you guys that much, just like I believe in your dad to beat David Skull in two months. <laughs> um, I wanna see you guys do well and I want to be able to come back on this moment and say, you know what? I recorded a moment that the, you know the world may not know who these guys are, but I do. Just go so keep that up, man. And for Mark, <laughs> for 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 Pops over here, oh, yeah. <laughs> how how would you? I think I, I probably I probably asked this already. Uh, I'll definitely go back and post and see if I did. But how would you? What would you like to see? Um, how, how proud would you be with your sons on, on the world stage? Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, unbelievably. Um, if either of them make it that, to that level, I mean, Charles and Dev, um, and there's a long way to go through Dev to get to senior. Um, and Sam, I mean, Sam would have done it, gone for it this year as well, but he's, he's actually a year too young. Um, it's, he'll be 16 to 20 Dev. So he hopes, he hopes to try for that for next year. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm already massively proud of them. If I haven't, you haven't picked that up already, of what they've already managed to achieve. And it is 
of course, all the people that they've got around them and the support and the love that they've had from, like, from the guys. I mean, yeah, they are really just unbelievably friendly, lovely people and and immensely talented just to go with it. Annoyingly so. Um, you know. <laughs> I know, so, right? Yeah, so, <laughs> um, so you know, uh, yeah, I'm already, I'm already, already, am proud of what they've done. I mean, if it stopped now, I'd be, I'd be like, oh, well done, guys. But yeah, if they make it to world stage and can and can follow the path of those guys who, frankly, are their are their heroes, um, then yeah, I mean, that that will just be the icing on the cake. I think the kind of legacy point would be is that, and I think you've touched on it. If I'm honest with you, Sergio, is that these these guys and like Tom and we talked about and 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 and, and um, Josh and Ed, they are the first of this generation coming from the real grassroots of dodgeball. So the the, the beginning at the young age, and going through and then transitioning into 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 adults and then into the international stage. And they'll be the first ones really taking the full journey from start to finish. And if they achieve that, I think that really sets a path for for, every, for, for all the kids in the future of like what can be achieved. Um, yeah, we've come into this and seen all the seniors who have been there for 10 years plus and been there since the start of dodgeball, three three ball dodgeball and, and so on. And, and, and as the whole thing has formed into what it is now, by the time these guys get to that age and to that level of experience, I mean, the whole thing will have evolved again and formalised and, you know, um, and become more cemented. And yeah, if they've been there through this whole journey and d- demonstrated what can be done in there, that would be even more impressive. So that would be the legacy I'd love to see them achieve. If they can do that, and show how you can go from start to finish, then yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, um, that definitely would be. Uh, I'm definitely banking on it based on what I've seen. Um, but I do want to touch on something uh, with you. Um, like I said earlier, I've been playing since I was like 16. I played two years in high school and the rest kind of competitive. Um, but I do want to say I'm proud of you as a father for being involved in their lives and being as supportive as you are. And David, I know <laughs> he touched on it too. Like you've been such an instrument in in their lives, in their development, in their passion of the game. And I know we kind of poke fun at Charlie's expense every now and then, but <laughs> he's a good kid. He's a good kid. But I, I do want to say, I, I commend you for the type of man and the type of father and the type of leader you are, because you're, show, you're showing that to, to these kids here. You're showing that to your sons. And so man to man, I'm not a father, but I do want to say like, if I'm a 10th of a father that you are, I'll be a better man for it. So I respectfully, (laughs) I respectfully want to say thank you for the job that you've done with your sons. Thank you for your content. Um, I wish my dad was, (laughs) was still alive when I was still, when I started playing and you showed me what that looks like. You've shown the audience what that looks like. You know, unfortunately, I lost my parents when I was really young. So a lot of that I learned on my own. I learned through my grandma, learned through my uncles kind of thing. But this is what happens when you have parents involved in the game. This is me talking to the audience. This is what happens when you have, you know, support from home, so to speak. This is world class in, in, in development right here. This can happen. And a parent could be challenged at some point. <laughs> and we'll come back in two months. If, if That's if David doesn't back out. Exactly. He's not going to want the smoke. You don't want the smoke, son. You don't want no, the smoke. I bet you he won't comment when this episode airs. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's really good. I bet that. I'll bet he won't comment if I. Play. <laughs> I'm gonna be here just starting to be the <laughs> You got 24 hours to respond to this, David. <laughs> David Skull. I'm gonna say that because I know too many Davids. I need to make sure I emphasize oh. David Skull. Where's he from? <laughs> Is he from Coventry? From Coventry. He's, uh, he- no, he's from, um, he's, from he's Chippenham Chargers. Oh, he's from so Chipp- he's oh, James, Chippenham uh, Chargers. <laughs> Chippenham Chargers. <laughs> David Skull, you got 24 hours to respond. I'm just playing, man. I love you. But uh, but I do want to say, you know, great job, man. Great job, all you guys. You guys are phenomenal. And I'm definitely going to look at that clip again because that was funny. I want to see him <laughs> have... I want to see Sam be dead to rights, just just to just to really just laugh at that a little more. But um, before we wrap up, do you have any shout outs either of you guys like to give? Uh, oh, I, 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 I guess yeah, yeah. Um, words are doing great with me today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the attention span is on another level today. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, I'd say okay. I'd, I'd have to give like, a shout out to obviously Spartans uh, for everything they've done like the past year uh, with me and Sam, and just you know being so like welcoming. Uh, even though I kind of I was like when I first, I, even though I, when, I, when I wanted to go, I was like I really want to go, but I didn't feel like I would. Like they did have any interest, but when I got there, they they did, and it's it's been really nice. Um, and then also like the coaching team in Spartans, uh, like how much they've been, like how well they've been able to progress me and Sam in such a little amount of time. It's just insane. Uh, and I'm really grateful for it. And then also I'd have to say uh, a shout out to uh, the Virtue team um, just for like, because without them, we wouldn't be where we are. We wouldn't have like, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be playing dodgeball. I'm going to be talking to you like so they really set the basis uh the base for us uh to get to where we are and i'm, I'm very grateful for it uh you got one not really um, yeah. I, have, I have one okay phil williams oh yes phil captain of threes yeah manager okay. of wales yeah you're a legend Absolutely. we love you and you know it yeah we gotta be <laughs> And I need to put this on record as well. Phil, you're not retiring you're this not season because we're going back to get work. Get you got it. We got you got to come back. You got to okay. Come back. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm going to put this on my notes right now to put in my <laughs> post. So earlier we said we will be that Wessex. Wait, was it Wessex or no? Essex. 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 Sorry, not Essex. No, what? No, Essex, Essex. No, no. The reason, the reason I, the reason I butchered that is because I looked up a meme that uh, someone from Wessex sent me. So it was funny. Um, so you beat Essex, and yeah, yeah. Bill Williams of Wales is not retiring. He's coming not back retiring. for this one. He's, he's, he's that team? So he's our captain of threes. He's coming back. A Spartan three. He's our captain. He isn't leaving us. He's, he's, about, he's thinking, he said he's about your age, I think, around that kind of age. And he, he's, he was talking of retiring. So, uh, oh, no, wait, wait. He, he's my age. And he, all right, let me just say something. Phil, how, how old is Phil's 35, right? He's in that area. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure exactly. Okay, okay, okay. 
Phil, you're a coach of the national team. You're a captain of the threes. I'm 35. You're not retiring, bro. Like, I feel good. <laughs> I'm in great shape. I'm at 9% body fat. You're not retiring, bro. If I can do it, I know you can. And you got to run it back because these people have been talking smack. They're going to beat. They, they, they're going to go after the, the sword. Or was it? No, blades. <laughs> sword. sword. God damn. You know what? I'm, I'm making all these mistakes. I'm not cutting it in the post. Y'all say Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't know why I'm fumbling my words today. Um, <laughs> now I know what Charlie feels like. Uh, last dig. I'm sorry. <laughs> last one. I'm sorry. Last one. <laughs> so Phil's not retiring? No. 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 Okay, cool. So Phil, if you want an episode with me, don't retire. Um, <laughs> that, that, that's how I'm going to do it. That's how I'm going to do it right there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to do what yes, I can to make yes. this happen. <laughs> And, yeah, that that that's gonna be the perfect way to sign off. Hopkins will win. There we go. <laughs> All right, and that was my interview with the dodgeball dad and the sons. Uh, I'd like to thank Mark Hopkins, Charlie, and Sam for hopping on and sharing with us not only their story but their family bond and giving us an insight of what their banter looks like at home. Um, season seven, <laughs> we're here now, so. <laughs> um geez i'm almost i'm almost at 100 i think i'm like two or three away and i'm really excited about that and i'm probably gonna do a lot of reflecting because <laughs> when i started i was just a behind the scenes guy and you know I, did, I i never thought that people would like to hear my voice so i like to thank i like to thank everyone who's been here thus far and the people who will be here in the future um stay tuned i will announce my next guest um in a day or two. All right. If you listen up to this point, thanks so much. Have a wonderful day.